Welcome to Fintech Uncut. The quiz show with candid commentary on the biggest fintech and financial services news of the week that was. Disclaimer, this show is created purely for entertainment purposes and contains segments of sarcasm, satire, parody, and humor. Even if you don't think any of it is funny, the creators do not accept any responsibility or liability for the accuracy of any content shared and reminded you to always fact check everything yourself. And now, it's over to your quiz master. Hello everyone, welcome to Fintech Uncut, the quiz show with candid commentary on the week's biggest fintech and financial services stories with the wise guy, the other guy, and Judge Mary. Because we got a remark to ask cats and dogs to listen to our show, but not rabbits, we added a few fintech rabbit questions in the show to make up for that. Can you guess how many? I am Rico Gulberis, your host of the day, eager to know who will win in this week's quiz. Chris Wise Guy Skinner or Andrew Other Guy Forster. Let's start with a very first question. Who went down the rabbit hole today or this week, claiming they start seeing the light at the end of it? Ooh, nice buzzer. I thought I'd give a new um, buzzer because my other one sounded too much like um, Andrew's. Uh, was it a rabbit? A rabbit going down the rabbit hole. Well, that's what <laughs> would make sense. So it could be a, a dog or a cat, but maybe Elon Musk. Well, I think I think if you think about who goes down the rabbit hole, Alice always goes down the rabbit hole. And here in the UK, there's a lady called Alice Beer who went on UK ITVX and she did a whole show about hustle your way to a bigger bank balance. See, I got fintech in there. And it's all about using side hustles to increase your bank balance, which is quite appropriate, seeing that I published a blog this week all about how side hustles make your employees more entrepreneurial. There, side that's... promo, side promo. Exactly. <laughs> Blatant, un unshamed promo. I always knew you were a hustler. 100% hustle. I've got a feeling that it might be Prince Harry. Because, oh. like, I, I would like to throw him down a rabbit hole. Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, I, I think that Visa's going down a rabbit hole at the moment, it looks like. Um, big news today that uh, Visa potentially is considering an acquisition of FIS. And seeing that we spoke about FIS on a couple of shows ago, they're in a bit of a mess at the moment. And Although I think that the light at the end of the tunnel that you're talking about is maybe the light of the regulator shining a light on the proposed um, the proposed acquisition. So I don't know whether that's going to go well or Smart. go the same way as the played one did. Smart idea, but unfortunately I um, listed the question before that news came out. So it oh. must be something else. <laughs> I'll bring you breaking news stories and it's the wrong answer because you're too slow. Come on. <laughs> Maybe it's Stripe. I mean, news about Stripe this week is that they have a valuation of around $50 billion, which uh, is well down on a year ago when they were valued at $220 billion. Um, you know, they're processing uh, $780 million billion of uh, payments, which is actually slightly less than Adyen. Um, but with that valuation, it seems a little bit strange to lose 75% of your value in one year. That's definitely going down the rabbit hole. Absolutely. Yeah, that's going down a plug out of the sink at the moment. Yeah. So um, I, 
my dog just fell over with those comments. <laughs> but, um, we're definitely going on the right track. Different about, company. About things going down. Yeah, things going down. Things going up again soon. Well, you'd hope so. It's got something to do with massive losses, like a billion dollar loss that Klarna's just posted. Yeah. Oh, a, a fintech loss unicorn. Yeah, oh, there's a surprise. <laughs> Bonus point, Chris. <laughs> I mean, it's it's. Does this mean that um, that the the fintech world is falling out of favor with BNPL at last, or you know? Well, actually, you know, Mary's colleague, Ron Shevlin, wrote a really interesting column about uh, the fact that Klarna is not actually buy now, pay later. It's much more a, a enabling commerce platform. And you know, even with those losses, a lot of that's down to the fact that they um, are, are having massive expansion in the U.S. markets. I mean, if you look at the numbers, they saw a 71% year-on-year increase in their gross merchandise value in America in 2022 and have 8 million monthly American active users uh, of their app, 33% uh, increase on year on year before. I'm doing all this just to make sure that Mary gives me points for mentioning Cornerstone, Ron Shopping <laughs> and numbers. Well, it was, it was a good piece that Ron wrote. <laughs> all right. We're both, we're both, yes, Rick. Yeah, we, we, but how they also had a claim to see light at the end of the tunnel. And um, well, that's, that's to do, I'll go for the bonus points then. The light at the end of the tunnel is due to the fact it's linked to another story where they will be introducing fees. They're going to be charging late fees and they're going to be uh, chasing down customers that haven't been paying them. And hopefully that's going to contribute to pulling them back into the profit margin they, that they're aiming for. Um, interesting point in that article that I noted was that they're going to be assigning a portion of those fees to um, improve, I can't remember what it was, it was something around customers. But basically, they're going to use a portion of those fees to help bail out customers who have got into debt from buy now, pay later. It's a bit like saying I'm a drug dealer and I'm going to pay for my people to go to rehab. Wow. Still like BNPL, sorry. Not a fan. Yeah, the CFTC. I think, I think, yes. I think they have an issue in that Apple is about to launch their own version of BNPL. It'd be interesting to see what happens when that uh, is in, in, in the fray. Mm hmm and it's it's like under attack here. The CFPB just put out a study about you know how buy now pay later is often used by people who are struggling financially, and so it's definitely an an area getting tons of scrutiny here in the U.S. But to your point, like a, there is a there's a wait list for this um, in the U.S. And an aside, several years ago, I went to a very fun party hosted by Klarna in L.A. They definitely like really lean into the entertainment angle. Um, Was it with Snoop Dogg? Yeah, with Snoop Dogg, they had his dogs in that commercial, and I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, this is this is a good fintech party." <laughs> I'm only going to those fintech parties with Chris Skinner, with Andrew. <laughs> 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 um, okay, points. We are at seven seven. Andrew would have gotten the extra point, but Chris got that bonus point. So, but then Andrew got another point for adding on his first positive answer. According anyway, to him. I'm not a judge. According to him. <laughs> Second question. Question number two. 
And I'm going to start with a quote. You may go into the fields or down the lane, but don't go into Mr. McGregor's garden. Your father had an accident there. He was put in a pie by Mrs. McGregor. This quote came from the book, The Tale of Peter Rabbit. One moment, guys. From the book, The Tale of Peter Rabbit. Now, back to Fintech. Who is at risk of being put in a pie according to this week's news? I buzzed early, so I don't know if you want to rule me out there. No, we want you in. Well, I'm not going to win anyway. I'm, I'm yeah. just wondering how you can guess the question, Andrew. Well, because he said pie, and PewDiePie oh. made the news this week. Uh, not so much having a pie, it, you know, you've got the whole thing about the bun in the oven. Well, he's got a pie in the oven. Um, his, uh, his partner's pregnant, and apparently that broke the internet. And if you want fintech related, he's got an estimated net worth of $40 million as a YouTuber. So, you know, maybe there's hope for us yet on this YouTube thing. I just don't understand why Rick's talking about rabbits all the time. I mean, maybe it's because it's the year of the rabbit in the Chinese New Year. It's not a question. Well the, well, the sign of the rabbit is longevity, peace, prosper, prosperity. But for your information, I am a metal rat. And a metal rat is smart, quick-witted, flexible, adaptable, and outgoing. Unlike Andrew, who I think is probably the year of the goat. And <laughs> the goat is actually the year that's viewed as inadequate and destined for bad luck. Oh, that's so mean. <laughs> mean my gosh are we on jerry's minus five <laughs> yeah i think i think he gets minus points for that and no. it has nothing to do with the question <laughs> well it's, it's rabbit related yeah rabbit related all right make but it back a two. to fintech who, who is at risk of being put in a pie so somebody coming off some bad it, news it, it, and risks to be if it's rabbit pie it must be that news that visa is thinking about eating fis and if you didn't see that headline, basically, you know, um, we spoke about FIS the other week, um, dropping world. We also spoke about Visa last question. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'm coming back to it. Maybe Visa's going <laughs> to eat FIS. Yeah. And spit them out. No, I, um, I think it's to do with somebody coming off the rails. Me? Yeah, that, that was my, and, and maybe because my English not that well. I am native Flemish. But being put in a pie for me sounds pretty like negative, not just being eaten, but you're being put in a pie and then they're going to eat the pie. So I think Andrew is looking at the right direction here. <laughs> I was going to tell you, I don't think it sounds so bad to be put in a pie. <laughs> so, like... Well, unless you're the rabbit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and, and Chris is partial to a bit of rabbit pie. Yeah, I'm just trying to work out what pi equals. It's 3.172 something or whatever. Anyway. Yeah, so, it's a, Andrew. It's about Rails. Rails Bank, Railser, which um, uh, the FCA is uh, basically putting them on notice um, for restructuring at the moment. They've run into a bit of trouble. Um, all started coming undone over their... Uh, proposed acquisition of Flutterwave, I think, and that's where all the dirty laundry started coming out. Yeah, I mean, Flutterwave, we're going to buy them, but um, that fell through. But I don't really know what's going on because it was RailsBank, then it became Railser. And Nigel Verdon is a entrepreneur who you know, was doing great stuff. I, I don't quite know how it came off the rails, to be honest. 
Yeah, that's what I'm curious about. So no one has hot gossip on this? Is it called <laughs> Niger Niger now? No. <laughs> that was a really bad attempt. Yeah, as I looked so I did my Rick face just then <laughs> I can say it could be neither as in neither neither never let go this way again um all right well we got there so there's trouble in paradise always um let's see points it's getting hard I feel like I'm saying on a one to ten but let's bump it up I'm gonna say Chris with 12 Andrew with 15 yeah. A little negative ding there for his hostile behavior. <laughs> yeah. Call All right, next goat. question. I'm still going to call him a goat. <laughs> the greatest of all times. <laughs> I'm the goat. There is a saying that all politicians should have three heads. One to throw in the ring, one to walk through, and one to pull rabbits out of if elected. Which rabbit did Western Union pull out of their hat this week? That was me. Um, you really do have a rabbit fetish this week, Rick. I am. That's yeah. because of a comment we got on social media from a rabbit lover. Well, do, well, do you know Theo? why? Sorry? Was it Theo? Yeah. Yes. I was oh. going to keep that anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I spoil it. Theo, I love. <laughs> Theo's only got one rabbit. She had two, but one was a nutcase, so she had to get rid of it. And rabbits get lonely because they're very social. They like to have other rabbits around um, for obvious reasons, I guess. Do you know why a rabbit is <laughs> thought to be lucky? No, why? Uh, well, it goes back to the 1900s, and uh, there was adverts around, um, and I saw one which said that the left hind foot of a rabbit killed in the country churchyard at midnight during the dark of the moon on Friday the 13th of the month by a cross-eyed, left-handed, red-headed, bow-legged man riding on a white horse will keep bad luck away from you. Wow. Well, okay. Can be the Grease Master next for, for Chris, reading, reading audiobooks, mm. murder mysteries, perhaps, <laughs> love I'll novels. All that stuff. Times change. Well, with... I think Western Union, it's good news for all American cigar smokers, actually, because Western Union announced this um, just a couple of days ago that they have opened up direct payments to Cuba from all 50 states in America. So that must be good news to the American cigar smokers. Then, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But no. Oh. Well, that was Western Union. Questions about Western Union. So maybe it's that their share price has gone down 46% or more in the last three years. So maybe the good news is that it's gone up a bit. I, I think that the problem is uh, in today's world of ESG and political correctness, um, their name is not very inclusive, Western Union, you know. So they're going to be rebranding and calling themselves Meta Union since Mark Zuckerberg seems to be <laughs> abandoning all his plans for the metaverse. Mary, shall I give them a tip? I think they need a tip, yep. It has to do with another story we just discussed, buy now, pay later. Oh, it's the thing around send now, pay later. That they've launched this thing uh, with Before Pay, I think it's called. That's a partnership where you can send money and um, up to over a thousand dollars a transaction. 
That is correct. So now people without money can be sent money by people who don't have money. Sounds like a true business model. I mean, (laughs) does anybody actually think this is a good idea? Uh, You know, a less frictionless way of getting into more debt. I mean, yeah, I'll send you a hundred dollars, but I'll pay for it in three equal installments or maybe not. But you can take it now. There might be a little bit of abuse of that system, I think, maybe just. It sounds a bit like COVID bounce back loans and things, which, you know, huge amount of fraud took place with people pretending to um, be real opening accounts that weren't. Uh, I noticed on that that on that article uh, to do with the send now pay later that as many as 44% of Australia's consumers would like to have the choice to send now pay later. Does that say more about Australia's consumers than it does about the service? I mean, that's if they 44% of them are needing to send money that they don't have, then this is solving the wrong problem. There's a well, bigger problem. Bear in mind to... the origins of Australia, which was when Oscar Wilde arrived and they asked him, do you have a, any criminal record? And he said, do I have to have one? <laughs> yeah, we won't go into whether or not that's an entry criteria. Mary. Mary's losing track of who's actually giving the answers. <laughs> <laughs> ah, no. I'm going to say Chris with nine, Andrew with seven. Cool. All right. Now I'm going to. Um... I've definitely got this one. Definitely got this one. I'm not going to look at you guys why, while giving you the question. <laughs> Jefferson Airplane sang, And if you go chasing rabbits and you know you're going to fall, the mocha smoking caterpillar has given you a call, call Alice. When she was just small. <laughs> Who may have gotten the call from the hookah smoking caterpillar this week? <laughs> <laughs> it's safe for you to take the earmuffs off there, Chris. Thank you. <laughs> well, I think that the people who got the call were the energy providers and the hooking smoker caterpillar was our good friend Elon Musk. Because we know he likes a bit of a smoke, right? And he tweeted this week as Master Plan 3, which is sustainable energy for all of the Earth. And that tweet's had over 30 million views when I checked it a little while ago. So I think, you know, he must have been smoking something when he put out that tweet. And and uh, yeah, I reckon it was the energy providers that got the call from him. That's close to Fintech and Cut's latest TikTok move, isn't it? Yeah. In terms of use. <laughs> and actually building on that, I actually think it is to do with smoking dope because like I don't know what hookah is, but a hookah smoking caterpillar. Um, it's gotta be something to do with dope. So maybe it's to do with the uh, fintech firm Dutchie, uh past the Dutchie from the left hand side, by the way. But um there is actually a fintech company called Dutchie, which provides payments and services all around cannabis. Oh, actually, I've got another cannabis-related one that I thought might be the right answer. 
Um, I think the person who might have got the call was an estate agent in Los Angeles because there's a cannabis entrepreneur there who has just put his house for sale on the market for $38 million. Um, and one of the key features of the house is he's got a custom smoking room that he spent over $100,000 for the ventilation in his smoking room. So he's definitely a hooker smoking caterpillar. So it's my turn to ask questions this week and that you're still sticking to rabbits, Rick, because I recognise that was Jefferson Airplane's white rabbit. But as you were talking about caterpillars, do you know how many eyes a caterpillar has? No. Oh. I don't. Go for it, Mary. No, I don't. But... Eight. Any idea? 80. 12. Six oh. on each side. Oh. Just thought I'd mention it. Is that a fun fact? Interesting. Yes. I've got lots of trivial rubbish that I can throw at you if you're interested. Well, what do they do with all those eyes? I look around. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. All right, but bit, back to the question. Um, I would say, small tip, don't take it too literal. It's not about caterpillars. It's not about hookah smoking. Yeah, in a way it is. Um, but it's about like... Somebody being on on some planet of um, but yeah, deluded yeah. maybe. Um, well, deluded. That's another clue. Yeah. We smack talked them at a previous episode. You're getting there, Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. Some 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 people who maybe maybe their um their accountants thought that they were deluded. Their auditors. Is that maybe Revolut, who are trying to uh, hopefully get their um their banking license. And they've finally released their 2021 results, but their auditor can't independently verify their um, three quarters of a million pounds. Um, sorry, three three quarters of the 636 million pounds of their revenue. Um, yeah, they went be... chasing rabbits. They went chasing profits, and they knew they were going to fall. So now they're giving the story more than it actually is according to the accountants and the uh, auditors that's the link with my song but you couldn't hear it chris because you had your hair your headphones <laughs> no no uh, but having said that my, my it was so obvious yeah. <laughs> it was so obvious <laughs> I, I, I mean it is interesting with revolut in that um their auditors are bdo and um they said that the company's revenues may be materially misstated and bear in mind that I think they've missed four accounts filing dates. So they're, they're way behind. I'd be amazed if they get a UK banking license. And if, if they do, you know, it probably is not a bank that I would open an account with. Mm. Yeah, the, I think the FCA have got some some questions to ask around there. I mean, you know, they should be on their best behavior at the moment in order to get the banking license first. And with behavior like this, do they actually justify getting a banking license? And if the FCA approves it, and the, the, there's two authorities, yes, that have to approve. Um, yeah, and when your auditor says, we've been unable to satisfy ourselves as to the completeness of the accounts and the revenue reporting, it, it, it raises red flags. How does one get, you know, by delays here? How do you like even create the delay? Well, as a company, you can um, or you can get a three-month postponement of filing accounts, mm -hmm. um, and then you have to pay a late filing fee 
if you keep doing that more than once and they, they've done this three or four times i i can't remember the exact can season. you can you buy now pay later <laughs> <laughs> i want to see your company do it, 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 it it's, it's more revenues now accounts later yeah yeah <laughs> all right chris let, he won this round chris with eight andrew with five well, like, I'm not going to show my entire fiscal administration, but I can buy now, pay later my taxes. Oh. No. Mm -hmm. Whoa. Oh. Whoa. Do I have some of them. <laughs> not all of my taxes, but this was for my car. Yeah. Buy yeah, now, but pay later. You have to pay your taxes, Rick. I thought you avoided them. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I'm a, I'm a taxpayer. Oh, okay. Yep. Big reveal of this. <laughs> All right, Mary. Yes. The points. Yeah. Yes, oh, we did Mary's that. Given we've, we've them. <laughs> Are you not listening? No. Jeez, Rick. Chris has eight. Andrew has five. Okay. Next yeah, question. Andy Excel sheet I over thought here. I had nine. What? <laughs> I'm having a bonus me. one. It is early here. The brain is <laughs> kicking into gear. <laughs> All right. Two more questions. Two more questions. One of Bugs Bunny's enemies was the Tasmanian devil. Did you know that it is nearly impossible to find that animal in mainland Australia? Do you know who or what is about to follow that example related to financial services? So what is close to getting extinct? Well, Australian police are close to getting extinct. More than 800 UK policemen have actually responded to apply for jobs over there um, in the hope of getting better pay, better weather and more respect. Apparently that made big news stories over here and more are following suit. So Australian policemen are nearly extinct and the financial link there is they're after better pay. Did you apply? I'm not a policeman. <laughs> no, but okay it's a shame we don't have a representative over there yet <laughs> yes to be, to be a policeman in australia you've got to be uh, taller than five foot five and so unfortunately andrew doesn't qualify um yeah. but I, I, th I thought we were talking rabbits but we moved on to tasmanian devils and bugs bunny bugs bunny and tasmanian devils now one of I've, bugs bunny's i've got to tell you was, uh, and then a true story which is i toured australia for business um, many many years ago and I went to Tasmania and they had a Tasmanian devil farm and I at that time thought that Tasmanian devils were a fiction of Bugs Bunny so I went to the farm and I held a Tasmanian devil in my arms admittedly really? a baby dangerous as a baby one but uh -huh. the, the the keeper of the farm held the mother in his arms and I said, do they ever bite you? And he said, oh, maybe once a year. And just as he said that, she went <laughs> and gouged out a huge chunk of his arm and he was rushed to the hospital. So oh I hope my God. Right. they're dangerous, they're dangerous creatures. And they do. Yeah. And there's, oh. they smell. And one of the biggest problems is uh, a, re a cancer that is affecting the entire population. Oh, that's a bit sad. But aside from that, we'll have a separate show on Tasmanian devils. like my looks are of horror. Bring it back to finance and technology. Maybe it's related to Jamie Dimon, who some people call Jamie Demon. So devils and demons. Does he really have that nickname? I didn't know. Well, you know, JP Morgan 
came out uh, as the first bank this week to say that the UK is not going to have a recession this year and the economy is doing okay. So maybe it's something related to the fact that they're predicting um, after Liz Truss disappeared, thank goodness, and energy prices are easing, that um, the UK economy is coming out of the devilish hole it got itself into? No. I wish. Not quite, but... It's not you know, even getting close. It's, it's one of those classic debates we all hear. Um, well, so the thing that's going going extinct, maybe, is cash, because there was a big, um, there's a big news story about how Australian Central Bank is now collaborating with a couple of partners on CBDC trials as um, a digital Aussie dollar. That broke news this week. Visa is one of the... Um, uh, the partners as well. I think Visa and MasterCard that they've pulled into this collaboration. You so, are getting closer. You are getting closer, but it's is, not the article I was referring to. But it's a valid article. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, like two points. Correct. Give yeah. him a few points. And what? I think I think the reason <laughs> the reason why that's valid is because people can't get to bank branches anymore, so therefore digital money would serve them better than cash money because when you're out in the outback the closest bank branch can be quite a while away you know thousand kilometers or more possibly what is that in miles that's like sort of 720 miles okay yeah, it's, 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 it's a long way i mean i always remember that i was doing quite a bit of work around video banking um years ago and the first case study that I encountered where video banking was actually being used effectively was in Australia because the branches were so far away from the customers who are farmers in rural Australia. Um, so it sounds like that's a good story. I, I don't know if it's the one, Rick, but certainly you know, when you have a huge distance from um, a bank, you need to have a digital access. The problem is, do you actually have broadband and digital access, I guess? Yeah. Yeah, because what do you do? But then a lot of them, and including the Australian CBDC one, is talking about, as most CBDC trials are now, about offline CBDC payments as well, which was quickly, people quickly, thankfully, um, realized that you can't have a CBDC that only operates in a connected environment a core requirement of a CBDC is that it is going, if it's going to replace cash, I mean, forget the fact that you need to be some form of digital device to be able to use a CBDC, even an offline one. If we just park that because access to technology is going to be the biggest barrier for CBDCs. Um, if you've got access to technology, but not connectivity, you need it to be able to operate in an offline environment. And if you look at the outback of Australia, where people can operate a, a, you know, a petrol station or a convenience store out that's a thousand miles away from your closest bank, handling cash becomes a major, major problem. You know, it's going to cost you a fortune just driving to the closest bank. And what do you do with all the cash in the meanwhile when you, you need to order from your suppliers and that kind of a thing? It's, um yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens there and how fast the um, 
the disappearance of branches will potentially accelerate the digital economy over there or I digital payment use case for having bitcoin yeah yeah well some form of digital thing maybe not bitcoin seeing that you can't <laughs> buy anymore chris um so i thought chris was going to win, win this but andrew that was like impressive <laughs> so so here we go it's back to a eight eight tied that round Chris is still leading. And let's remind the viewers, Andrew won last week. <laughs> One more question. <clears throat> As Chris explained, this is the year of the rabbit. Year of the rabbit is going to be a favorable time for most zodiac signs. We can express success in love and career advancement with no significant health concerns. Additionally, financial success will be easier to achieve this year. The year of the rabbit brings peace, Harmony, tranquility to the new year. Totally unrelated, my question for you is, what, we, what may we expect in 2030, the year of the dog, according to a big research company? I'm going to give you a tip. It's actually not brand new news, but a big influencer in the industry raised that insight again this week. Rick. You know, you've done rabbits, Tasmanian devils, and now you're on to dogs. What have you been smoking this week? I, I mean, have you opened an account with Dutchie, the cannabis bank? I'm just <laughs> checking. It's like you had whiskey last week. I think you're on something else this week. Um, and, you know, the year of the dog. I'm going to go back to rabbits. What do you call a baby rabbit? What's what's a baby rabbit's actual name? Do you know? We call the baby rabbit. Nope. Uh, it's a kitten a kitten a kitten yeah a baby rabbit is a kitten really no relation to cats it's but it's a the, a baby baby rabbit is a kitten you oh, can check yeah. that one out with theo yeah i will I know that see look at also all totally unrelated to the question <laughs> but interesting and unexpected yeah the interesting facts about rabbits that you're finding out on this show this week we're gonna have one super fan this week yeah <laughs> Theo, you better evangelize this episode like it's going out of fashion there. And we have so many points we can check whether she watched our show this week. <laughs> I mean, Year of the Dog, are we going to see... Uh, Mary was just talking about Snoop Dogg and and uh, being at... The, so are we going to see, you know, more Snoop Dogg conferences or something? Maybe that By big 2030, bank. Klarna will be the biggest bank in the world. Mm. No, it's not that. <laughs> Chris, do you know what that influencer shared again? Sorry? Do you know what that influencer might have shared again in terms of... But, wait, wait, wait. You've got it wrong. It's not an influencer. It's a finfluencer. Ah, you know who I'm talking about. A finfluencer. Do you have the answer to the question? A financial service. Well, we might have a finfluencer in the room that can scoop it for the win. Ah, well, in which case, I reckon that rick's picked up on the fact that i shared some uh slides this week from the mobile world congress in barcelona where one particular bank presentation had this line from a gartner group that 80 percent of financial institutions would be irrelevant by 2030 um which i think is complete um baloney i was going to use a stronger word because you know it's just not going to happen guys and i blogged about it a couple of times this week that if people think banks will disappear, then they're completely deluded and smoking dope. Um, maybe 
that's getting very close to what you've been doing, Rip. <laughs> Maybe not. And writing, and writing. Maybe things. not. <laughs> what a waste of smoking dope. Mary, <laughs> Mary, was that from experience? That. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, I just <laughs> here's my forecast. Um, my oh. bar. <laughs> <laughs> um, first off. Who comes up with this? Like, what kind of math do they do? How does this even look at the back end? Like, I'm like, what's going on? Yeah, so Gartner, 80% of financial institutions may no longer exist. That's just like, who's doing that? What the, marketing Isn't Gartner's advisors doing things like that? Not that. Oh. <laughs> not, not that. The marketing not department that. writing sensational headlines to grab people's attention. That's what that is. Oh. It's... They want to manufacture their own hype cycle, so they put out that. What a nonsense attention grabbing headline. Thing yeah, is, headlines with. The more you can put headlines up saying banks will all die, the reason it's done is consultants and technology salespeople can then say, you're going to die unless you do this, buy our product. And so 100%. it's just purely disturbs selling. Uh, they didn't say banks will die. They say they may Relevant. die. And with may, you can prove anything. Okay, but like if you're a banker, why don't you be like, like whatever. It's, but Mary, in all honesty, that's why I set up the banking scene as a response oh. to all those fintechs who said banks will die soon. I want to create at least one day a year back then to make banks proud being a banker again make the conversation around banking and luckily we're now 2023 that's uh yeah more true than ever so no 80 percent of financial institutions i don't believe in either and we should stop using may in headlines and also i've heard that headline for you know, more years than andrew's been alive probably um which shows it's a really long time yeah <laughs> it also shows that you're very old mm. <laughs> what a perfect a, way to end it <laughs> i actually heard it by listening to an old gramophone record to be honest so that's the reason why i was saying yeah. when the horse and carriage was here before the car yeah. well i guess we're hearing it now with ai you know killing jobs off um nine was what chris earned this round five is what andrew earned this round bringing our winner back to chris skinner <laughs> Yay! Alrighty, congratulations, Mr. Wise Guy. Skinner the winner. Skinner the winner. All right. Thank you all for joining, for answering our questions as well, Mr. Wise and other guy. I cannot wait for more international fintech news coming soon. If you like our show, make sure to register on our website for a newsletter or um thumbs up our show in your favorite podcast channel. If you're a real fan, have a look at our merchandise. Don't forget to subscribe whatever channel you're on. This was the 14th episode of Fintech Uncut, and we hope to entertain you, your colleagues, your friends, your connections and followers, your cats, rabbits, and dogs very soon again. Bye-bye. Time for some rabbit pie. <laughs>